and greetings everyone happy thursday uh, we are back as we are rounding out this first week of shows as we return for season two hope you have been enjoying and uh learning something uh from the stories that we have been able to share we're going to continue on kind of a different topic but we're going to talk about the, the media and its portrayal of uh, what we call what are called black men in America. Um, I don't know. I just always, these are not the most fun shows to do because we got to, we always find ourselves diving in and having to say the same things over, but we will, we will definitely figure out a fresh alternative to, uh, uh, to take on that or alternative take on that. Um, so we kind of talked about misinformation in the media, and uh, being misinformed and miseducated. And that goes into, um, you know, stereotypes as well. Mass media is what creates the stereotypes. Your stereotype is doing this because this is the way that although people have not met you or someone from your culture personally, this is their representation on the radio, television, social media, as Brother Addis uh, uh, mentioned. And so those become stereotypes. And so, uh, you know, as black men have stereotypes and we can Black men can, quote unquote, can choose to live in those stereotypes. Uh, but just as Hispanic men and women have stereotypes. Right. I, I was I was a part of a, a group one time and I had two uh, Hispanic women and they were talking about the struggle that they had because they wanted to go get an education and their family wanted them to do something else. Uh, right. So. They wanted them, the family wanted them to live the more, you know, media portrayed life, I guess is what they were going for. So these these norms are, uh, you know, put into place and these become stereotypes. Asian-American, they have stereotypes, right? I was uh, I was uh, judging a speech competition. There was an Asian gentleman, a young man who was in high school who was in the speech competition. His his speech was about all the pressure that he felt because he was Asian. It felt like that he was wealthy and he was successful and super smart in school. And he should have aced everything because that was the the stereotype for an Asian American. Again, so today we're just talking. We're going to talk. Try to talk a little bit across, but uh, we'll talk about the black stereotype with this whole policing thing. You know, black men being portrayed as negative in the media, and and things that we can do to change that. The number one thing we can do to change that is education. And that's what we've been talking about all week, brothers. Let me go ahead and bring one of you guys in. Uh, I mean, you know, first off, you know how I feel about the whole black African-American thing anyway. And it really is not a feeling. It's just more or less. It's not true. But that's for another episode. But the portrayal of our youth and not just our youth, our young men older man, middle age, you know what I'm saying? Is we're f- our people are fitting into what we're what we are portrayed to be. Thugs, hooligans, this, this, and that, and this, this, and that. 
And then you have those of our men who are accomplished attorneys, doctors, this, and they get thrown into that misconception. Again, it all leads back to preconditioning. In the beginning, as Asiatic Moors, we still populate the entire planet. But as colonizers were brought over to America, the only way they could get to where they're at today was to precondition us to not believing who we really are and that we're Negroes, we are this, we are that. Everything that we are not, everything that this disconnects us from who we really are. So now they can sit in, in the media, which the media has been around for a very long time, not just when TV and radio came about. The media has been, been, been out there. They got to feed this misconception. Why? Because one, it makes them money. Two, it actually preconditions our communities into believing what they're telling us. Oh, the only way you're going to make it out the hood, you uh, either have a, some sort of entertainment career or, or sports career. So, again, it's just, it, it all leads back to preconditioning. Definitely. Uh, and that's definitely what, what causes those stereotypes. So now, stereotypes are only in play because people choose to put the stereotype in play. That's it. It's a choice, right? If internally a person says, I believe this stereotype and I want to go with it and they go with it, that's, that's what keeps the stereotype going. You can change it. People meet people all the time and it changes their perception of them once they meet them, right? Uh, you know, they, they always they show on uh, CNN and the one guy who was a quote-unquote black guy went and went to the Ku Klux Klan and they sat down and had a meeting and they had a beer or whatever the hell it was and had a great time, right? And so now it changed everybody in that in that scenario, all the stereotypes, right? Because when you live behind a stereotype, you are living behind some research that somebody else quote unquote did and they're giving you this information. So as Brother Addis just said, these TV shows, these social media shows, these web shows, whatever it is that you're watching, cartoons, are, and for the youth, that's, that's how it starts in cartoons. They show you how SpongeBob lives so you can understand the structure of how, but they're living underwater, right? So all the all the preconditioning, you know, uh, is is put in place uh, to, as Brother Addis just said, control and make you conform to what's going on. But all you got to do is, is educate yourself. All the information is free. It's just taking, you know, taking your attention from one place to the other. Minister Jamal. This is why royalty ministries is for the place for you to be, no matter where you are, because we, our mission and our goal and what we're doing is we are deleting and chopping up stereotypes and miseducation. Uh, 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 we have what's the program? God is not homophobic. 
So the miseducation and the stereotype that the world or people has created that God is is against the LGBTQ community, we have come together to do workshops to chop that stereotype up. We've come together to educate the people in the ministry that that is not God is not homophobic. God is a God of love. We've come to educate the LGB uh, LGBTQ community that God loves them. That I heard. I know you heard what the church said, but this is what has really been going on. This is the true education. We also, on Sunday, y'all hear me, if y'all get on there, we talk about the promises and the education that God has for the so-called black community and how he thinks about them and how precious they are to him. So this is why royalty ministry is the place to be. I love Michael, Todd, T.D., Joe, uh, John, we pray for your health, but all they continue to preach on is what's in the Bible. And he wants us to preach on what's in the Bible, but he also wants us to educate his people outside of that. That's why we have Dr. Bob come on, educate the people about the finances and important of finances. Addis educates people on meditation, another way to help give themselves peace and another way to have a relationship with God. So that's why Royalty Ministries is a place to be. That's why. So you can get education. We try to educate our black young men on who they are, whose they are. We try to educate our beautiful queens on who they are and who they are. And it's not just always telling them, hey, the Bible says this and this and this. Let me tell you what God is telling you. Let me tell you what how God feels about you. So that's why Royalty Ministries is the place to be. Join us. Most definitely. And again, in your community, if, if, if you're here where we are in Arizona, that's fantastic. In your community, find your world to ministry type, right? I, I know it's hard, right? But on Sunday, you got to bounce around and go pop into these different, you'll find your, you know, your match. And once you find your match and you, and everybody's okay, and you like the, 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 the leadership and you like the members, get involved in the community, right? And that way now you can pull somebody else into the community. That's how we operate, right? That's how we have a board of directors advisory board. That's what all of these things are, are about, are bringing resources to the community. But the, again, the church, the ministry, whatever you want to put on it is not a machine. It's not automatic. It's not, you know, people, oh, the church is this, like it's just a powerhouse. It takes people to make these things happen. It's, you know, the church is a, it is a business. It, you know, it has to generate funds in order to keep the doors open. And if they're staff, the staff have to be paid, right? So go and be a part of that and volunteer. Again, we, we do it all the time. Uh, we, we've been prior to Royalty Ministries opening our physical location, uh, minister would go out into the community, right? And we were doing the thing social, but we would actually be out in the community, um, you know, as well. So it takes time to do this. It's not, it, you know, it's not glamorous work, but it is when you actually care about the community and you get to educate people and see uh, and the youth, you know, as they're, they, they learn about new things and new opportunities. And then um, even their parents learn things and, they, and we learn things as well, you know, from our members. Brother Addis, anything you'd like to add? Uh, well, I mean, everything leads back to education. Instead of sitting here listening to the stereotypes, do some soul searching, do some search, do some research. Then you won't get caught up in that, in that spider web of, of ignorance. Education. Education. Go, go ahead, Minister. No, I was going to say that's why we, Royalty Ministries, we educate our young men that you are not the stereotype that the world has called upon you. We give them what God Allah has 
uh, uh, spoken over their lives. That's that's what we do. We want to educate. We're not just there to take people's money and beat them upside the head with the Bible. What we're doing is educating our brothers and sisters on the truth of who they are and whose they are. And when they get the education, and Jack and Ad, y'all can testify to this. You see a difference. You see uh, them wanting more because it's it makes them feel good. It's like it, it, it makes them feel. Man, I, I want more of this. Give me more of this. I didn't know this. I want to really educate. And then and then once you educate one or two people, what do they do? They always pass it down to somebody else. Well, that's taking a taking a weight off their shoulders, even though they're young, 12, 13, 21, 22, even though they're young, they carry a lot of weight on their shoulders. We at the ministry help to lift just just by educating them. Passing to passing passing forward knowledge to them, we are lifting that heavy backpack off of their backs, and now you see that renewed energy. You see that, oh man, I, I need to know more. Like Minister said, now they're passing it to their friends. Now they're passing it to their parents. Now their parents are interested. What is going on at Royalty Ministries? Why why y'all got my child like this? Now they come. And now they're, the weight is lifted off their backs. And now it's, oh, my goodness. I, I don't know where I could have gotten this information from. Now they're passing it as adults, passing it to their friends, family members. It's, it's a domino effect. A domino effect. Like like Addis Jr., he came, he came to service and said, I didn't know church was like this. See, he, he got educated because he came and said, oh, wow, this is different from what my perception of church was. Right, Ad? You know it. And and that's, and all that's about is openness. Again, you have to give, and this I think was a message back on Monday, you have to be open to to find other alternatives and not, uh, and not just quit, right? Because you had a bad experience in whatever, you know, spiritual path you were walking. Uh, you, if if the place is not for you, you just got to keep move, you know, move on and move to the next one. Uh, it's okay, but there are different, you know, different places that you can go. But in in, in your community, if there's not an organization that's delivering, you got to do it. But if you don't step up and do it, then nobody else will do it, and that's the issue. Nobody wants to do anything and commit. Everybody wants to sit back, criticize, right? But nobody's going in, putting their hands in the in the soil, right, and, and tending the soil so that something will grow. So that's the other half of it. So find the academic resources. It, it, it doesn't matter if your city has one academic resource that you can identify. Go there and support them. You never know what it what can spring up from there. All right, somebody's got to be there. Either the more manpower you have, the more services you can have. So the community is a reflection of the people in the community. So if the community is taken care of and everybody takes pride in it and it looks around and they pick up trash and everybody's looking out for everybody, then the community thrives. When everybody's out for themselves and it's all about, you know, finances and, and possessions and everybody only cares about themselves in terms of blind eye to the rest of the community. We get what we what we have. And these are these are the issues. So your community can go from a negative community to a positive community. Right. And in, in, in a matter of days or weeks, every everybody just has to get on the same page and say, this is what we're going to do uh, to, to push this forward. Anything else in closing, gentlemen? No, I'm good. No, I would just say, my brothers and sisters, educate yourself on not what the media has portrayed you, but on who you really are. Go get the knowledge. Go educate yourself. 
go in and, and, and find out, go better yourself with education. That's the best investment you can make. And we invest and spend our time and a lot of other stuff. Investing in a Gucci bag, that's not really investing. That's just, I'm not getting nothing out of that, but a couple of oohs and ahs. But if I invest in who I am, not only is that going to help me throughout this, you know, the week, that's going to help me further my future. And then I can pass that down to somebody else. That's true generational wealth when I can educate my children or loved ones on who they really are. And we can continue to move forward and reach our prosperity and destiny. Well said, Pastor, well said. Um, so, I mean, I think he said it all. Um, I'm, I'm going to leave it right there. We appreciate you uh, listening in. Uh, to us uh, this Thursday, another side of faith podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with another topic. I uh, hope you've been enjoying this first week. Check us out rmaz.org, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Royalty Ministries Community Foundation, and we will see you next time. As I grow-